0: Everyone, this is Rita Joyan and welcome to the Unbox Your Gift podcast, all about how to turn a passion into a profession. And the profession doesn't need to be necessarily a business, but it's something that you love to do, something that you think, can I even create a passion from sewing, from crafts, from uh, mowing lawns. And throughout this podcast, you have seen people that I've interviewed, uh, such as Jim Penman who was, had a PhD, a doctorate in history, and created Jim's Mowie. And now it's, he's Australia's, uh, what is it, backyard millionaire he's been known as. And money is just one measurement of success. It's not the ultimate, but it's one measurement. And the purpose of this podcast is to demonstrate to you, to bring to you the people who have found something called a passion and who get to actually create a profession from it in that, They get to generate a living from doing that thing that they love. And in a world where we've gone to school for 13 years, then gone to university and then come out of university and felt, okay, so I've now arrived to the promised land, which is a good job. Many people don't find that the arrival of the promised land of a good job is that really good. And then they do corporate or they do their work for a few years and then they just kind of think, you know, this is just not doing it for me. And the purpose of this podcast is to find well, what is it? What is going to do that for you? What is going to fill that void, that gap? And uh, over time, as I've interviewed people, I've come to realize that they close in on their gaps. In other words, whatever they feel that they're not. Gaining in terms of their profession or their personal life, they 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 strive to find a way to fill in the gaps. And recently, uh, I've taken to uh, do yoga classes. I used to do. I've done Bikram yoga on and off. And since twenty twenty, when the pandemic hit, uh, it was a lot of you know mayhem of what's going to happen. And now, New South Wales, as I'm speaking, is in lockdown. Some states around Australia are in lockdown. But uh, thank God in Canberra, Australia, where I live, there is not a lockdown. And so we can still go to Bikram yoga. Wearing a mask is mandatory, but we can still practice. And what I've realized is because I train people on emotional intelligence, because I train people how to find their passion, and I find that there is a really great way of identifying what our own gaps are. I was speaking to someone the other week, and he was telling me how sometimes he just can't get himself to be motivated or not even motivated to get himself to do the things he knows he's meant to do. And I said to him, I guess you think you should be further forward in your career than where you are. Like, you feel like you should be further ahead in your career than where you are. And he's like, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I feel. And I thought, now that's interesting. So how do we identify what has stopped us? So because we feel we should be further ahead than where we are, so then how do we identify now? I'm an emotional intelligence trainer. I, I, my work is to find the gaps and how to fill in the gaps, whether I'm teaching people how to generate sales with speaking, whether I'm teaching people how to find their passion or going into corporate and teaching emotional intelligence. This is the core crux of it. How do you fill in the gaps? Once you are aware of the gap, How do you fill the gap? And if I don't know what the gap is, how do I even work that out? So I've got an exercise for you that I've been doing on myself. And I'm going to tell you about the exercise that I'm doing, like like the mental exercise (laughs) preceding the physical one. And then I want to show you how you can apply it to your own self to see where your gaps are. So that once you fill in the gaps, rather than feeling you should be further ahead, you're going to, you know, like a bow and arrow, you know, before you can... Release an arrow, you've got to pull it back and the more you pull it back with the technique, once you release that arrow it's going to go further forward. and that's exactly what the intention is of this exercise. So even if you feel you're not where you're supposed to be, do this exercise and just like a bow and arrow where you pull the arrow back you're further it back so that when you release it goes further forward. So I'm at Bikram yoga and If you don't know about Bikram yoga, it's a specific type of yoga. And it's a 90-minute class. It goes for for 90 minutes. It's in a 38-degree hot room. There is 26 postures with two breathing exercises. They're the same postures each and every single class. There's not a new routine. It's the same routine every single class. And I've been going on and off, but recently I've decided to take it seriously just because I've got the I've made time for it and I really want to just be able to just get a hang of it. You know, they're they're hard postures because you're in a 38-degree room, you're doing the same thing over and over again and you're sweating profusely. They actually say you marinate in your own sweat. (laughs) So if you'd like that, go try a Vikram yoga. But here's what I found out, like in any yoga, this is not a boring yoga, there's your heart is beating, like if you're doing the exercises, your heart is racing, you're sweating. And it's an endurance, I would say that it's an endurance exercise. And so as I'm doing these uh, Bikram yoga Eka techno poses, I find that sometimes, you know, when you're on one leg, and you're holding the other leg up, and you've got another leg, arm in the air, it's a balancing act. And with the balancing act of one leg down, one leg um, you know, in one hand, one hand up of the air, it's just, you find it not only is a balancing act, the instructor tells you, so now suck your stomach in, um, you know, squeeze your legs together. You know, she's giving you the techniques too, so that you can inch by inch tweak what you're doing so that you get the full benefit of the pose and therefore the full benefit to your body. And what I realized is when I break out of the posture, so when I fall or when I kind of um, can't maintain the posture or it's getting hard, I've realized to just get very focused on why that's happening to me. And usually what's going on is that when I'm in the a, a pose and the instructor's just stepping the whole class through, you know, how to you know, tweak the posture so we get the maximum benefit, my mind has gone into the email that I wrote in that morning. The conversation I had with that person. What do I got to do tomorrow? If I do this in my work and I change, my mind is just thinking about other things, just on autopilot. It just goes to a different place. And I realize when that happens, I fall out of posture. Now, what has this got to do with filling your gaps? I'm gonna to get to that. What I want you to do, what I've realized is that before I get to what I want you to do, what I've realized is when I get out of the posture because my mind is somewhere else, because I'm thinking about something else, I fall out. Or if I'm watching someone else do the posture, just so like someone who's ahead of me in the posture, so that I can better acquaint myself with how it's done so I can actually see it demonstrated, and I watch them do it, I fall out of the position, I fall out of the pose because I'm not concentrating. Or if I'm do, in a pose and someone falls in front of me, I lose my own balance, Because was I concentrating on myself? Really, I'm concentrating on that person, keeping still so that I could keep still. And what it does, it's opened up, well, where am I lacking? So how's this showing up in my work? Where am I falling out of concentration in my work? And this is how, how I take it home. In my work, as I'm doing a podcast, as I'm creating training programs, as I'm delivering training, as I'm speaking with people, where am I losing focus? If I feel down, who did I just compare myself to? If I start to doubt myself, well, who, did I, who was I focusing on that just fell out of their momentum? And now I think, oh, am I in the right place? So what I'm trying to say is what's going on in Bikram yoga is just a manifestation of what's happening in my personal or my professional life. Like, where am I dropping the ball? But I'm only being aware of it in an environment where I have to keep focused, where I have to endure the pain, where I've got to keep going, where my heart's racing. But there's something that stops me and it's all mental. And what I'm trying to do is figure out what is the mental hiccup that has me fall out of the position, has me not do the position correctly or the pose correctly, And then where does that come up for me in my own life, in my own professional life? That is the biggest takeaway is how to fill in the gap. Because what I've realized is when I'm focused on something, just not even I'm going to focus on this person, just when my eyes go towards someone else, seeing how they do the pose in the Bikram yoga class, just that drift of the eye in itself has me lose my pose has me fall out and that is the biggest indicator of so how, how is that showing up professionally how's that showing up in my podcast how's that showing up in my corporate training how's that showing up for me uh, in um, in just my relationship with my friend like where am I losing because that is where we're trying to close the gap so how does this relate to you and how can you benefit from this so first of all if you are interested in getting further forward just like that bow and arrow the arrow has to go back in order to race forward how is that arrow this is how your arrow is going to go i want you to pick an endurance exercise so what is an endurance exercise well the definition according to uh, mr google or Ms. google endurance exercise is an activity that increases your heart rate and breath for an extended period to endure is to remain persistent and overcome challenges it means moving forward when things are hard endurance exercise requires the same level of focus and dedication so what kind of activities are endurance activities well bikram yoga i don't know about other styles of yoga but definitely, Bikram Yoga, because there are so many different ones, is definitely an endurance activity. Because for 90 minutes, 38 degree heat, same exercise over and over, and you're enduring uh, a racing heart rate, being out of breath for an extended period of time, persisting and overcoming the challenge. Uh, so, other things are like brisk walking or jogging, uh, yard work, mowing, raking, dancing, swimming, biking, climbing stairs or hills, playing tennis or basketball. Uh, running, anything that really tests your persistence. And what I would recommend you do is just pick one, pick one activity. And this is for you to fill in your gaps. Because if you want to get further forward, because maybe you've wasted time or you have time has gotten by you, this is how to reclaim it. Because self awareness is a superpower. And once you understand how you operate it, how your operating system functions, that is your mind. Once you understand how it functions, you now can get control over it. because emotional intelligence is all about how to control your emotion rather than have your emotion control you. And so your operating software system, which is your mind, this is how to understand how it currently is operating. Now that you understand it, then you can then get on top of it and be the one who controls it. So, First thing you want to do is pick an exercise, an endurance exercise, like any of the ones that I've just suggested. Number two is you want to commit to doing it at least twice a week. At least twice, if not to five times a week. Why? Because you're trying to zero in on your gaps. Doing it once a week, you know, you might see something, but when you see a pattern, you're going to become more aware of it. And the way you see a pattern is the more you do of it doesn't mean you're go, going to go hard and slow yourself out if you've never exercised before. Pace yourself, but at least commit to the minimum twice a week. Once you pick up uh, an endurance exercise, commit to it twice a week. Pay attention. Just go about and do the exercise, preferably if you can do it in a class where the teacher or the instructor is uh, holding the attention of what you need to do. So that you're conscious of you need to what technique you've got to do in the in the sport or in the activity, so that you're aware. If you already know what to do, then go for a run, <laughs> go for a brisk walk, jog. As long as you're okay with the technique that's involved, so you don't hurt yourself, so you know what to do correctly. And then when you kind of puff out, when you want to stop, when you want to give up, what thoughts come up for you? Do you start your exercise strong or do you start at, you know, taking your time? What are you looking at when you exercise? What's going through your mind through during the endurance sport? What's having you break in and out of the momentum of the exercise? When you're getting, if you're running, if you're running towards your door and you see that your front door is not too far, do you start just stopping the run and going for a brisk walk instead? And if you're doing that, how's that showing up in your life? Do you kind of get to the finish line in your work, in writing a report, in completing a project? And because you can see the finish line, you kind of just take your foot off the accelerator and just take it easy to the finish line? Because I know with Bikram yoga, we start off with two breathing exercises. Well, actually one in the beginning, and one at the end of the 90-minute the workout. And for the longest time, when we did the breathing, started the, the class with a breathing exercise, I would just be like, Yeah, yeah, it's breathing, whatever. And then the instructor would always say, you know, engage your abdominals, engage your thighs, engage your legs, because that adds to the posture and that adds to the breathing exercise. And I wouldn't, I would pay attention to it on and off. And yes, I would if I remembered, then once again, my mind would wander. And then I'd come back to it when I would hear the instructor say it again. But then for the past two or three classes, I've actually made a conscious effort to pay attention to everything that the instructor is saying. And anytime my mind, because now I know my mind goes, because I've just come from work and I'm going straight to class, so I'm still taking what happened during the day with me to class. And every time I made a conscious decision that every time the instructor would speak and every time my mind would go run away, I would just nudge it back to the position of concentrating and realise that my mind has just wandered off somewhere and bring it back to focus. And no joke, the past three, just the recent past three classes that I have been focused on starting strong with the breathing exercises, something that I thought, oh, it's just, just breathing. And when I've taken that seriously, my heart rate, my endurance, my fulfillment, the effort that I've exuded has been so much stronger for 90 minutes than I have for the time that I've done Bikram yoga for the past two and a half years on and off. Tell you, give or take. But because I, fo- I realized what my gap was, was that my mind was wandering when I would see someone fall out of pose, when I would just look at someone else to see how they were doing it so I could improve my pose. So that when I was thinking about the day or the conversation or the evening, anytime my mind wandered, I realized that that would take me out. So what I've decided to do is start strong. When I've started strong, I don't, I just don't get phased by what other people are doing around me if they fall into fall out of pose or whatever happens. And that's simply by realising how my mind wanders, coming into it saying I'm going to not just take this breathing exercise as just a nice thing to do. I'm going to take it seriously. And by starting strong and taking the breathing exercise my whole 90-minute workout has changed. The whole endurance of it how much I'm working at, how much uh, just what what kind of workout I'm getting, because you really do get a workout. And that's, I would never have known that, would never have known that if I hadn't become conscious. Now, how does that apply? This is where the rubber meets the road. How does that apply to my professional life? So when I start a podcast, am I going to start off with, you know, hi, everyone, welcome? how do I start? Like, this is mental for me. Like, how do I actually get it to an way where I'm starting strong? but not just in a podcast, but in my, my uh, instructional design when I'm designing programs, in my actual training, in my actual keynoting, like this proliferates throughout everything that I do. But I only came aware of it with an endurance exercise because I wanted to just stop falling out and I just wanted to get things right and not just be in the class. And I had time involved because it takes half an hour to drive to the Bikram yoga. It's a 90 minute class. And then it takes a half an hour to drive back home. So that you're looking at around, so that's one to two and a half hours of the exercise and getting to and from. But that's a lot of time commitment out of the day. So I wanted to make sure I get the most of it, which is why I'm saying, if you commit to at least twice a week, the time commitment, the effort commitment, you'll wanna get a return on that. Like you wanna get a a result from that, which is why it's so important. So that's what I would recommend you to do. How have I, to actually find an endurance sport, commit to it and look out where you're not following through. Why is it they not beat yourself up about it, but to get curious because curiosity about your behavior will build self-awareness. Why am I doing that? Why did that happen? What happened there? And in turn, that self-awareness allows you to understand how you function. Now you get to control how you wanna function rather than be at on autopilot. And that's the biggest, super, and I'm sharing this because I'm actually in the process of the awakening happened for me. And because I've got the results, like I've understood how I'm operating, based on this thing of endurance activity that things are starting to make more sense to me ah so if I'm getting frustrated so why am I getting frustrated So I get curious about that in yoga when I get frustrated it's usually because I've tried this particular pose that's an advanced one and I'm trying to get to it but it's just it's tweaking the posture to get to the advanced because if I push my body too much it's not going to do any wonders for anyone it's not going to benefit me. I've got to build my body and for its ability to do the more advanced poses or the most advanced activities. And it's the same thing, but it's the patience is what I need that I'm going to get there. So where do I need to deploy patience in my professional work? Because I'm not getting the result now. I want the result now. Why am I not getting it? So I submitted that report. I still haven't got an answer yet. So that's where I need to involve it. Takes, it takes time. You know, business is all about relationship and relationships takes patience. So deploying that. Can you see how it all matches together? It's about what are my gaps? And then where are, the, are those gaps showing up in my professional life or your personal life? And then filling those gaps in. Self-awareness builds the ability to know how you operate. And then once you understand how you operate, you take control because you can because you will understand when you're being taken out, when you allow yourself to be taken out, you'll get, ah, oh, this is what's going on. So you are be back without trying to bash yourself because I've tried, tried bashing myself and guilting myself and saying, oh, shame, shame on you and that's bad. And never worked, it didn't get me anywhere. But being curious about the behavior and how I can improve it totally, completely changed things. And so just, I used to think if I bashed myself up, then you know I would, it would make me a good person. Like it bashed myself up mentally, not physically, guys. You know, like if I just, God forbid. You know if I just got down on myself, it was hard on myself, then you know uh, it, somehow it would do wonders. But it didn't. And but this way has really allowed me to not only get the most of the the two and a half hours it takes me to go to and from the workout and actually be in that workout space. Um, and get the most out of that and get the most out of the techniques and the benefits of what yoga does anyway, Bikram yoga does anyway. But not only that, I'm looking at how do I apply that in every day? And that's how you fill in your gaps. Just like that arrow goes back and then you release the bow and arrow. And that arrow goes further forward because by filling in these gaps, this is how you make it happen. I just find it absolutely Amazing! Anybody can do this. It doesn't require any level of resources. Just put your shoes on and go for a run. Go for a brisk walk. Go for a jog. Commit to it for at least twice a week, and just go about your time doing it and see what's coming up. See when you get tired. See when you're huffing and puffing. What's making you doubt yourself? What conversations coming up for you? That's what. You, that's the gold. Don't think, oh, I've got to exercise. That's not the the fact that you'd even think that, that's a telling tale. Why is that even coming up? Right? What have you experienced in the past to think, oh, exercise? Because trust me, it's an effort to get to exercise, but it's a habit. Like sometimes I call my mom saying, can you just tell me that I need to go to, to Bikram Yoga? <laughs> I'll call my husband up, can you tell me that I have to go? And just them telling me that I have to go makes me, it's just something that I need, but it's, it's what I've put in place to get me to go. Like it's because I understand myself now. Can you you see what I'm trying to say? Because I understand if someone else gives me the endorsement that I need to do this because it's good for me, then I will do it. But if I'm in my head, I'm like, oh, it's like it's winter right now. It's cold. Class starts at 5.30. I can't be bothered. You know, I could cook a nice meal at home or I could just snuggle up with a book because it's the end of the day and I'm winding down. You know what I mean? I could do any of that. But because someone tells me and I've put it in my diary because I hate not ticking off something that's in my diary, you know, it's just like I've got to do it. Because then that tick at the end of the day that I've done it in my diary is just like it does something for my soul. It just puts my soul, my heart, my mind at ease that I can I pro- I follow through on what I say or write that I'm going to do. It builds trust. So what I'd invite you to do is to take this exercise. If you'd like to, if you feel that you're not where you should be, take this exercise, choose an endurance sport, commit to it twice a week, go ahead and do it and see what's coming up for you. See what you're not following through on the exercise. See why you're, if you commit to running 30 minutes and you can only do 10 minutes, why? You've got a skill to do the 30 minutes, but what's coming up, why not? Are you feeling pain? Where's the? P- All this is a telling tale. The gold comes when you can take that and relate it to where is that coming up for me in my personal or professional life? Where is that coming up for me? Am I personal? Where am I going 10 minutes into a project or an email or a conversation and I'm not following through? Where is that coming up? If I'm not starting strong, is it because I don't think it's necessary? I don't think it's serious. It's not going to matter like what I thought. And then once I started taking the breathing exercise seriously, it changed the whole yoga practice for me. And therefore, let me know where else am I not taking the start seriously, right? This is gold guys, this is solid gold, like literally. If if people probably, people like to read a lot of books, a lot of personal development books, because that book will help me. like to watch a lot of motivational videos on YouTube. Well, has that helped much? Have you closed your gaps? Other than being motivated and you can do anything, what has changed behaviorally in you? Because the only change that you're going to benefit from is when you change your behavior, when you change the output. And unless that's being changed, no matter how many books you read, no matter how many motivational videos you watch, unless it changes behavior at the cellular level, it's just a motivational thing that went one, in one even at the other. But this is what changes you behaviorally. And it's like, it's going to just reveal who you are. And that's the gold. That's your God-given gift of how you operate. And to know that, then you're just like on a superpower. That is a superpower. Because marketers, behavioral scientists, they already know how you operate. That's why they can put a nice jingle together. That's why they can put a nice you know, sales pitch together because they'll know how you operate. Wouldn't you like to know how you operate so that you can sell yourself to yourself and sell yourself to your passions, to your projects? to your causes and follow through on them that's what this is that's only if you commit to it guys I hope this has been of benefit to you guys if it has been please let me know I'd love to hear from you Uh, you can email me a reader at unboxyourgift.com or I'd love for you to write a review on the podcast and let me know your thoughts and how you're finding it because I read every single one of them and I'm grateful for every single one of you who who listens to the podcast. And I hope you get as much benefit as I do from delivering this and presenting this to you. I wanna thank you for your time. I wanna thank you for your attention. I hope you do this exercise to reap the rewards of building your own self-awareness and filling in the gaps. No matter where you are in the world or what you're doing, my advice to myself and to you is that life is a gift. And together, My intention with this podcast is together to unbox it, to unbox that gift. Thank you so much for your time. God bless.